Hello, my field daisies. We have Emily back on the podcast. Say hi, Emily. Hello. And what is our life lesson for the day? It is healing isn't linear. I love it. All right, roll the intro music. Hello again, my field daisies. So Emily is back on the podcast. (laughs) If you didn't hear our um, episode on that 90s show, you should. It's really good. Yeah. Um, But okay, so we wanted to come back on the podcast to talk about love in a way yeah 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 (laughs) valentine's day is right around the corner and we want to talk about healing after a breakup Mm -hmm. so that's the topic for today me and you both recently went through a breakup as well well my so yours has been like a a (laughs) thing like an ongoing thing my breakup was originally one year ago actually like literally on super bowl sunday it would be one year since we broke up Mm -hmm. um which is right before valentine's day lovely Mm -hmm. um and we just made the mistake of going back and forth and back and forth and yeah we i think officially ended things around the same time you had your breakup yeah which was the (laughs) summer of last year Mm -hmm. yeah um, I would say mine happened like August, September of last year. So. It was like beginning August. Yeah, beginning of August ish. Um, mm-hmm. So f- August, September, well, October, you, November. You guys December. tried again too, right? Yeah. So like basically, I <laughs> you always try again. We always have to try like, again. <laughs> this, is like, this is like a pretty deep podcast. I mean, like we're going really into it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I found some stuff out beginning of August and. Basically, he did something that I wasn't okay with, and then I tried to make it work after, and I had lost my love for him based off of what he did, mm-hmm. and, like, even though, like, that time between, like, August, like, the whole month of August, he was great, he was wonderful, he was, like, the best boyfriend, but, like, I just didn't see him that way anymore after what had happened, mm-hmm. and then I had to end it. And like literally, I remember it was a nine nine. Like on <laughs> nine nine, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And so then we broke up, and then I moved into my own place. I met you guys, and that's well, all you she wrote. You knew us, but I we, knew you. We became a lot closer. Yeah, we. Be- I don't think we would have been as close as we are now if I was still with. Absolutely not. Yeah. I literally live in your apartment. You literally? <laughs> I have the keys to your apartment. You have that would not have happened if you were still with me. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely absolute, absolutely not. Um, but do you want to give a rundown of your breakup? Yeah, sure. Um, so essentially, um, we were dating when we were 19. And then we like... I think, yeah, almost 22, we ended up breaking up. But it wasn't because of a lack of love. It wasn't because he did anything, which I feel like is always the hardest breakup. You know what? (laughs) No, I take it. I think yours is harder because for me, it was like a clean cut break. It was like Mm -hmm. he did something wrong that I couldn't handle and it 
And it's like, I, there's no remorse. It's like, it just, it's like two plus two equals four. It had to be done. Mm -hmm. For you, I feel like it's more, um, instead of black and white, it's a little bit more gray. Yeah. And it, it really did suck because we were, we're just at two different points in our lives. Like we were exactly what we needed when we needed each other. Like we fit so perfectly. And this is like someone I genuinely thought like, oh, I'm going to marry this person. Like this is my future. This is my home. And we were just growing in such different directions. And, you know, essentially, like, like I was at fault for some of it. Because I, I was telling you, like, previously, like, I got so angry at him for not growing with me. Mm-hmm. And he was getting frustrated because he felt like he was doing his best. And honestly, he was doing his best for what he felt like it was his best. But, like, for me, I was like, well, this is what I need and you're not giving me that. Right. Um, so that's where it does get difficult. And that's why we did have such a back and forth, back and forth from like February to like the end of July, beginning of August. Um, because we did both, like we were each other's first love. And I feel like that makes it 20 times harder on top of like already mm-hmm. being in love. But um, yeah, it was a lot of like maybe we should try again, maybe we shouldn't try again, like, nothing's changed, so why are we gonna try again, but I love you, but, like, uh, Mm -hmm. but, like, so it was really hard, and then just some stuff happened, I found out some stuff in, like, July, August, and it made me realize, like, he is not the person that I fell in love with, like, he was, he's a whole different person, and, like, listen to each their own but like that isn't someone I could continue being in a relationship with and that was actually that was like the last time I saw him like we really like ended things like there was no going back from there yeah and I feel like it's harder for you because it's like you guys broke up but then you were still in contact for Mm -hmm. like it made it so hard yeah because he was my best friend like like he like this was the only person I've ever been in love with. This was my best friend. This mm-hmm. was a person I went to for everything. Yeah, you went through the pandemic together. Yeah, I lived with him. We mm-hmm. lived together for two months. Yeah, like we we went on vacation together. Like my life, like changed so drastically having him in it. Like I wouldn't have tried foods. I wouldn't have liked wine. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. listened to some of the music I listened to. Like he had such an impact in my life and in my growth. Mm-hmm. Like that's why it hurt when we were at such different parts at the same time, if that right. makes sense. No, a hundred percent. I will ask you though, since we're talking about healing after a breakup, mm-hmm. would you have rather, um, cause for me, it's like, I cut it cold Turkey. Like I literally, mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds so bad. I blocked him on everything, <laughs> everything, LinkedIn, Venmo, Twitter, Facebook, like Instagram. I blocked him on everything because like, for me, it's like, it's not even anything against like hate. It's just like I, I can't see it. I physically can't see it because it's just it brings such intense emotion for me. And it's like even seeing him happy, seeing him sad, whatever, seeing him at all, and what he's doing now, like was not healthy for me. It was like obsessive to a point. So like I had to cut it off. And I'm wondering. I'm asking you. Would you have rather cut it off completely or did you like how it went down? 
I definitely don't like how it went down. Um, mm-hmm. I think about this a lot. Like, I think about this a lot. Especially now that I do have him blocked on everything. Granted, it's because, like, of what happened. But it was, like, what you were saying. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, seeing that one thing that set you off. You were with me on the phone. Like, when I was in Paris and I found out about the whole thing. I had the worst breakdown. I had the worst panic attack. Like, I, I literally ended up getting a 102-degree fever. Like, that's how bad my panic attack was. Yeah. And that's when I knew in that moment I needed to block him on everything. Like, everything. Call of Duty Mobile, mm-hmm. Venmo, <laughs> Facebook that yeah. neither of us use. Like, literally every single platform. Because I realized how unhealthy, like, seeing the whole thing with... Yeah. Yeah, but, like, for me, <laughs> like, for, for me, it's just, like... I like the idea of seeing him we can cut this out too but like <laughs> we can cut this out but the idea of seeing with someone else I'm just like it would absolutely break me because it I destroyed me <laughs> yeah it destroyed me it literally and like you've seen my healing process like yeah. I've definitely made it so much further and like mm-hmm. but you seeing have. it yeah seeing that like like it hurt beyond belief like i swear yeah i was on the phone with you i felt like i couldn't breathe i was Mm -hmm. crying i was like i'm literally in this airbnb in paris when i see this fucking tiktok of my ex's new girl and like bragging about her boyfriend and he's just in the comments and i'm like Mm-hmm. I like couldn't breathe. I couldn't think. I couldn't breathe, and it was worse because you. I was on the phone with him mm-hmm. a week before. I know, and that's what makes it worse. That and then a month before that phone call, we were on a different phone call where he was telling me how empty he was, how he doesn't see himself with anyone, blah blah blah, and then now we're on this separate phone call, and you're not mentioning anything about a girl. The second I was started seeing anyone, even before the idea of like posting them i let him know for common courtesy hey don't stalk me mm-hmm. <laughs> don't don't peek on my stuff because i don't want you to get hurt yeah and like knowing that he didn't give me that common courtesy and like that's how i found out it changed the entire game for me yeah and like that's why i feel like almost cutting it cold turkey is better because you just it's it's like almost like the idea of like ignorance is bliss it's better just to not know and, like, the issue I had, too, is, like, I was posting for him. I was posting, mm-hmm. how is Jake going to see this? Yeah. How is Jake going to see you, this? Because you were looking what at What is your, Jake going mm-hmm. to think? You're looking at your stories, and you're like, did he watch it? Did, did he, he watch mm-hmm. it? Like, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't watch it, I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, what is he doing? What is he thinking? And, like, even when I went into his best friend the other day, I told you all my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I was so glad I was, like so drunk i was stunned Mm -hmm. because everything in my head i wanted to ask like how was he because like i i genuinely care about him i love this man Mm -hmm. but like even then like as you said previously if he was happy i'd be hurt if he was sad i'd be hurt Mm -hmm. like there's no winning to knowing these things and so like going back to the original question like i think i wish we went cold turkey i think we had that i i wish we had that time apart I, like, I hated the temporary, like, because that's what it felt like. It's a temporary, like, oh, he's changed, like, blah, blah, blah. But it's him changing to get me back. It's not him changing to change. Yeah. Like, I don't know. 
it and like he's just such a different person Mm -hmm. it like breaks my heart yeah i think for me it's like i (laughs) I, you had to you had to like just block him on everything yeah he deserved it (laughs) i don't know like and it's like and then i think a part of me is just like i i realized like the wrong that i did in the relationship as well like for me it's like I think there were points where um, I should have said how I felt and I didn't. And like, there's like, I just remember distinctly he being like, are you okay? And like, I would just go silent. Cause that's my problem is like, I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to be like in a confrontational. I know you're laughing, but it's so true. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's, you want to hear something funny? Mm-hmm. So the reason I stopped communicating my feelings a lot of time is because I tend to feel invalidated. Did I ever tell you about my favorite quote from my ex? Mm-mm. He said, and I quote, and this is for everyone, you can't invalidate invalid feelings in a conversation I had with him about how I felt like he was invalidating my feelings. Ew, that's so <laughs> gross. What the fuck? <laughs> like, you can't invalidate invalid feelings? That is the most gaslighty shit <laughs> I've ever heard in my fucking life. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, okay, and, and I will, like, granted, like, to like like good point like he never made me feel that way like i would say like mm-hmm. my og ex made me feel that way oh, sometimes don't even get me started about my OG ex. <laughs> like my ex before was he definitely put me down in ways that like were really like borderline abusive mm-hmm. with Pranjo, i felt like whenever i had like problems or i think he was like really receptive of listening see and that's where mm-hmm. you see a lot of defensive stuff too like like not defensive but different stuff because mm-hmm. my ex he used to get really defensive mm-hmm. he would take me coming to him with my feelings as a personal attack that he would have to like fight me on it mm-hmm. and it wasn't a fight it was more like hey like i just don't like the way you said this i don't like the way you do this but going back to like me knowing my faults i was real. my mental health was like so up and down like it was really really bad my birth control was making me like spiral like you already know my mm-hmm. little yeah. mental health issues mm-hmm. um but like i feel like that's where it got wrong because i also like there were moments where i just genuinely couldn't communicate and when i did it was attacking him mm-hmm. so like there were moments where i was genuinely attacking him and i hate that i did that and I'm glad I couldn't realize that I was doing that. It wasn't all just me communicating my feelings. But there were a lot of moments where I was, like, sitting down and trying. And he was still very defensive. But I felt like, uh, to his defense, it was, like, just something he just put up in general. Because mm-hmm. it was just easier than trying to switch and figure out which is attacking, which is not, which is all that stuff. So Yeah. And, like, I will say, like, it's, like, once once the breakups happens, like, you go through these, like, moments again, right? You go through mm-hmm. the arguments. You go through the good times. And it's just, like, it's, like, it's... And so healing, like you said in the beginning of the podcast, it's, like, it's not a linear thing. It's, like, sometimes I feel like I'm on top of the world. Like, I feel like this is the right decision that I made. Like, everything is good, blah, 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 blah. But then there's moments that, mm-hmm. like, I have where I just, I miss him. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I, I miss what we had because... Truly, like, our relationship was great until the the moment I figured everything out. But, like, to, like for the most part, it was a really beautiful relationship. And yeah, it, like, I remember when we met and you yeah. were, like, telling me about, like, 
how happy you were and yeah. like you're like yeah my dating life wasn't that good but then i met him I mean, literally <laughs> my dating life sucked until i met hey so, okay sunny you're wa- it's okay it's okay okay yeah well emily your water is sunny's water now anyways <laughs> sorry distracted um but yeah it's just like i i know i made the right decision but it's just sometimes it hurts it hurts because i know i made the right decision like i know that we were not each other's people anymore like as much as we were at one point as much as like you know this was like my person this was like my forever like it wasn't like that anymore and i i know i made the right decision but like you i've texted you guys in the group chat like Mm -hmm. literally like why they do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, why they do this? Like, sobbing, like, crying, like, sent the voice notes about how much I miss him, about how much I miss our memories. So, like, even though I know I made the right decision, and even when I think back to, like, even the day we broke up when I was, like, retelling it with you, mm-hmm. like, it makes me realize, like, I did the right thing and I know it because, you know, it's better for his growth, it's better for my growth, but, like, we were in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally, I genuinely thought I was going to marry this guy and have his kids. Like, No, literally. I was and that's at what that makes point it in worse. my life. And it made it so much worse. Like, and granted, like, I'm so glad that, like, I'm glad we didn't get married. I'm glad we didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. And, and then we would have, that would have made the breakup so much harder. Like, honestly, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. And, mm-hmm. like... If you're at a point where you're breaking up with someone, it's happening for a reason, you know? And you just got to remember that. Like, even when you're thinking about the good times, it's like, don't forget the bad times, too. Like, (laughs) you know, I'm just going to spill all the tea. But, like, I remember um, me, you, and Kimmy were, like, talking. And and, um, we're just, I was talking about how I was looking through, like, Snapchat memories and how it was just like, fuck, like, these were such good times. And then Kimmy was like, well, look at your fucking Venmo transactions. (laughs) Those are a memory, too. <laughs> and, like... Um, and it's funny, because when you said that, too, that was the first time I checked my Snapchat memories mm-hmm. in forever. So I was in the same, like, sadness you were, because mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, why are we doing this? Why are we checking our fucking Snapchat memories? Fuck Snapchat memories. Mm-hmm. Fuck Snapchat <laughs> memories. Fuck Google Photos as well, because those those be coming back to me. They be making no, all these collages. My, my <laughs> Apple, like, photos, I used to have Apple things. photos, too. I, like, be sitting there... I go to, like, screenshot, like, it was, like, 222. I was, like, oh, that's cute. I go to screenshot. There's, like, a photo of my me and my fucking ex right there. I'm, like, cool. Cool. I was, like, <laughs> cool. I didn't want to see that today. Now I'm sad. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, I, um. God, what was I talking about? I can't remember. We're talking about photo. The Oh. <laughs> God. I don't even know if I want to expose this, but it's, like, what. It, like I said, I don't know one listens to this, so it's fine. I mean, if. I know. Well, if you're listening to this, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Like, I don't mean this in any type of bad way. But it's like, I I didn't realize how weird it was that we split things so 50-50 until after I broke up. Because all my friends mentioned it. They were like, we don't understand why you guys were so weirdly 50-50. I'm, I understand being 50-50. Mm-hmm. Being 50-50 with the person, I completely understand. However, I don't even do that with, like, my friends. Like, I, if I buy you a coffee, 
don't you just buy me another coffee buy me another drink like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if i pay for your drink pay for the uber mm-hmm. like you know like it's like things like that or like don't like i don't give a shit like i love you and i care about you i'm doing this for you right so like for me in my head to like have someone them like be like okay you owe me like two dollars and 67 cents for your coffee i would literally be like you are single now (laughs) (laughs) like we literally we had a split wise where we literally put all of our receipts on and like that's fine i get it like i i enjoy being 50 50 as well i think it's just like i preface this with like i'm talking about this stuff but it's just like i do have like a lot of love and respect for him Mm -hmm. like you know i do and that's what makes it worse Mm -hmm. is because even after like they did you dirty (laughs) because you were in love with them in the end of the day you still have all this love you still have all this care like like jake we when i still talk about him i talk about how brilliant of a person he is i talk Mm -hmm. about how like he's going to be doing incredible things in this world and i genuinely believe that once he like puts his mind to something like i'm sure it'll be great and i'm sure he'll make a shit ton of money and like do amazing things um but like that, like I talk about him so positively. Like I don't talk about all the bad stuff, like because mm-hmm. I have all this love and care for him. And it's like the same thing. Like even though all this bad stuff happened, even though you, though you can mention it on this podcast, at the same time, it's just like mm-hmm. you still loved him. You still cared about him. Like he was yeah. still like like we had a we had a great relationship. Like we had a lot of good moments. You know, mm-hmm. like we. I, I truly felt like it was a really healthy, communicative relationship. He was so sweet. He was so understanding. He was so wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly what made what happened so jarring. Yeah, yeah, it was just such a shock. And, like, and like I think I'm still healing from it. Like, I'm of still... Course. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. And, and I will say, I think time heals all wounds. And, like... Every day, it, does. it yeah, it, uh, it it's been a year. <laughs> Here I am talking about my ex on a podcast, but you know, I think I think time makes it better. But it's also like, um, I don't know if you've heard the thing where it's just like because you dated for three years, right? Um, almost three years. Yeah, because yeah. my friend was like, it takes the length of your relationship for you to get over the person. Oh fuck that! <laughs> no, but I think it's kind of true though because with my OGX, we dated for about three years and like it. I think after three years, I just, I don't even think, I don't even, like, think about him anymore. So, I think my dilemma is, I was mourning the relationship while we were in the relationship. And I didn't realize that till afterwards. Um, especially with how I, like, handled and coped with that all the relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I will admit, I jumped into things I should not have jumped into. As we all do. Um, but it's one of those things of, like, I felt like because for a while I knew we were growing apart, but I just kept wanting it to work. And I just kept hoping, like, if I just kept telling him, like, what I needed, what I wanted, like, it would just work. Like, if I kept telling him, like, hey, like, can you not do this? Hey, can you make me feel more like this? Like, da-da-da, he'll just do it. And he wasn't. And I just got angrier and angrier and angrier. And I felt like that's why I know the relationship, like, breaking up was good because, like, I felt like if we continued, I would have just ended up hating him, and I would have hated that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I wouldn't want him to hate me. Think of me as this angry person. Like, like I hope he still has as much love for me as I have for him. And I feel like 
definitely does still like love and care about me granted like he does not handle a lot of things <laughs> properly mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just one of those things of it's hard mm-hmm. it's so hard it's so hard it's because like it's almost like you you have like majored in this person you know every little thing about them like you have a degree in this person mm-hmm. and it's in a snap it's gone. gone like you it's that person you facetime every mm-hmm. time before you go to bed that person yeah you're like in bed with half yeah. of the night like that person like who knows every crevice of your body every mm-hmm. crevice of your mind like mm-hmm. knows how you think knows how you act knows like all your traumas like but the, all of a sudden yeah. now you have to walk this earth pretending like you don't even know they exist literally like yeah. and that's the issue i feel like especially when it comes to breakups we're we're like told that we're supposed to just drop them forget about them like mm-hmm. move on like it's nothing but it wasn't nothing yeah like this was like the this was the person who i went to for everything for two and a half years now i'm supposed to be like oh i don't know them at all they don't know me walk by them like they've mm-hmm. never seen me like completely naked <laughs> walk by them like yeah. they don't know like half the shit i've been through like mm-hmm. it's so hard and yeah that's where like i feel like that's the wrong advice i feel like you should mourn it because it is something like it's a loss yeah it is a loss it's, so, it's, a, it's death it's death yeah. yeah it's it's something that died that you need to get over it's like like, like the stages mm-hmm. of grief you know um time heals all wounds time heals all wounds but i think it's also it's i don't know it's like i you know we we sat down to do this podcast about like healing after a breakup and like advice on it but like i will say like i still don't fucking know like i still don't really know like but i feel like that's the advice mm -hmm. the advice is everyone heals differently that's true you had a whole different breakup than me Mm -hmm. like granted we're both still on our healing journey yeah um but both of our even even then what we did was focus on ourselves and i feel like that's the only thing you can do yeah i think that's actually that is good advice is that like you should take time to like gain yourself back like Mm -hmm. i think i truly like in these past couple months has like really gotten back to myself Mm -hmm. because i tend to have this thing in my in my relationships where i like invest yeah i give so much i invest so much and it's like Mm -hmm. i do it out of I, it's not any type of like I'm. I feel like I'm losing myself. It's like I genuinely want to do it. And exactly. Like, but then when I take a step back. I'm just like, oh, I've lost a part of myself that I didn't even realize. And like mm-hmm. I, I think something that's good to do after a breakup is like come back to like, what do you like? What are the things that you like? What are the mm-hmm. things that bring you joy? What are the things that you used to do by yourself that like maybe they didn't want to do with you? Mm-hmm. And, you know? and that's one of the things that I had a really hard time with is because I refused to reconnect with myself for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I just kept focusing on the past. I kept focusing on what we had, what we were, uh, what I lost. And like in my head, I was like, well, it's technically not a loss. He's still there. You can get it back. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but like once I did take that time, like, my life changed like i met you i met yeah. kimmy i like mm-hmm. i met you guys doing things i normally wouldn't have been doing if i was with my ex mm-hmm. all these people who have such a significant part of my life um it's like so insane to think that like these people would not be in my life mm-hmm. like 
like it's just so wild mm-hmm. and so hard and it's because i did take the time to be like what do i like what do i want to do like where did i want to go yeah because i think the problem is a lot of people after a breakup want to try to fill that void with someone else Mm-hmm. You know, they want to try no, to... No, I can't relate to that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what that is like. But, like, I, I've, just, I've just had friends who, like, either they or them significant others immediately jump back into a relationship or immediately try to, like... Mm, date again. Date again, which is, like, you know what? Who knows? Everyone's story is different. Sometimes you do find a person and it's like, okay, maybe they were meant to be together, whatever. But I do think in some people's case, <laughs> some people's case, it, it happens. Like, like, like we've said, like everyone's case is different. But like mm-hmm. for the most part, I do think having some time by yourself is like really, really ther- important. It's yeah, really therapeutic. At least for me, I'm just like I don't feel like I could jump right back into a relationship right now. I don't think so. See, my thing was, well, I didn't jump into like a relationship, but I was like casually dating one person mm-hmm. um and that's fair <laughs> and it's yeah like uh but yeah it was one of those things of like even then like i was so closed off mm-hmm. like i wouldn't like he would tell me things and i wouldn't connect with him knowing i could because i didn't like i was scared because i mm-hmm. literally just got out of a relationship like you couldn't give your whole self mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I couldn't um give him what he wanted and needed like i was so closed off like mm-hmm. i was so closed off i will joke i will like talk about a bunch of stuff but like i was so sad about my breakup and i was refusing to allow myself to be sad about my breakup because everyone says just jump into something else just move mm-hmm. on just get over it like da, yeah. da, da. you're supposed to forget it ever happened but so instead of mourning i jumped into like this little thing it was like two months like <laughs> wasn't anything crazy mm-hmm. but I felt like it really did fuck up my healing process. And then it fucked things up more when I was trying again with my ex. Mm. Because now he, like, had this whole, like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. She was talking to this other person. She really liked them. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, different than, like, having casual sex with someone. Right. Which he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I think, you know, and, like, everybody is different. It becomes a lot when it's like it feels like another relationship, but mm-hmm. if it's just like a hookup, I feel like it's different. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely don't think you should just go fucking people around. No, abs- <laughs> if you're absolutely trying not. to heal, because then you can fuck up with someone. Yeah, but like you know what? Again, to each their own. Yeah. Um, but okay, wait, we got to start summarizing our, um, thoughts, our hodgepodge of thoughts. So I think first and foremost, we can say that it's probably best to go no contact. Yeah. Go no contact. Like just as much as you want, (laughs) because like as much as you can, because I know for some people it's like you work with your significant other or you still live with them or you're you're in the same friend group, but as much as you can, like Like, go no contact. That's the best, best, best advice I can give you. If you are meant to be together, you will find way to be in contact again. Yeah. But like, yeah. For the time being, do not speak to them. Yeah. <laughs> it will hurt you. Mm-hmm. You'll find out things and you will be destroyed. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, for me, it's like I blocked my ex on everything, but I still left his number open just in case. And he hasn't abused that. He hasn't messaged me or anything, which is good. Well, he he wasn't 
not <laughs> abusing it, by the way. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I, I felt that way. And then it was something Kimmy told me when I was like, because I was saying, like, I promise, we made a promise that we wouldn't block each other. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one thing we did. Granted, like, I did it because I'm like, well, this isn't the same person who I made a promise with, so. Yeah. But I will say then, yeah, like, we, because we made a promise not to, like, we could block each other on everything else but phone, and I guess I kept that, you know? See, my thing is we, it was, like, on nothing, or, like, we can on Instagram, but, like, other than that, like, not really. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, like, what Kimmy was saying, she was like, well, what do you, like, why do you need that open? And I was like, well, what if he needs me? He was like, okay, why is he going to go to you and not his new girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And I was like... Or his friend or his parents or whatever. And I was like, ow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ow. Like, that hurt. Like, mm-hmm. I... I but literally, sometimes you need to hear that stuff. I know, I know. Yeah. And I, I literally... It hurt me so bad because that's right after I found out the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally had to mute the chat and I was crying. I was, like, on my way to work and I just start crying. Yeah. Because it hurt. Like, that idea, like... Like, yeah, why Why am I keeping that line open? Like, mm-hmm. why am I allowing him to get access to me when he isn't the person I was in love with? When, mm-hmm. like, he allowed me to get this hurt. And I know it's not, like, his fault, but, like, it's just one of those things of, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's something that could have been easily avoided. Right. And he, yeah, if he, he could have handled it a lot better. And he could have been way more communicative. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and for the fact that he would always come at me for, like, posting stuff on my TikTok. It's very ironic. And that's why, it's like... It's very ironic. You know, and that's why I'm glad I don't know. Because if I literally, if I see Pradal on a date, or if I see him post, especially because he never posted me on his Instagram, the fact that he would, like, post some other girl, like, it would kill me. It would, I would die. I would mm-hmm. literally die. And that's, and that's the thing that's, like, in my head. is like, it took him three months into our relationship. I At that point, I was, like, mm-hmm. known him for five months. Mm-hmm. It took him three months into our relationship before he ever posted me. And, like, if I would have saw this girl with him knowing him for, like, a month, Mm-hmm. I would have literally threw up. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I think it's like, it's better to not know. It's better to know? not know. To just go mm-hmm. no contact, to focus on yourself, focus mm-hmm. on your healing journey. Like, fucking, I was able to get a better job. I yeah. was able to make more lifelong friends and to, yeah. like, connect with people in ways that I probably would have never connected with them. And, like, that's another point. I think that's another lesson is that just, like, lean on your friends. Like, mm-hmm. lean on them and, like, they they have a lot of wisdom to tell you. Like they'll I've tell learned. you exactly how it is. It may not be what you want to hear, but like they're here for you. You mm-hmm. know, like at the end of the day, your friends are there for you, and like they will tell it how it is, even if you don't necessarily want to hear it. You know, and I think that's something that you should take in because I feel like like I've gotten a lot of feedback from friends of my last mm-hmm. relationship. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Your friends, your therapists, whatever, your parents, whoever like you mm-hmm. trust their opinion on. Like I think that's like nice helpful. No to lean on. And that's the thing as I got so comfortable leaning on my partner that it's been hard to have that adjustment where I'm like comfortable leaning on my friends. No, 100%. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. even when I still come to you with like my boy problems and stuff like that, like or, like, just problems at work and stuff like that. Like, my immediate thought is, like, 
was like, should I do this? Is mm-hmm. this okay? Like, mm-hmm. this is weird. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. But I think it's just like when you find like the right group of friends, I think they, they, it, we literally don't care. Like we want you to I'd tell I'd be us. sending those 10 minute voice notes <laughs> all day, every day, complaining about every part of my life. You're literally like, you and Kimmy are like my personal podcast. I'm just like <laughs> putting my headphones on like, let me do my dishes while I hear the tea, you know? Like it's, it's good. And like also if you don't necessarily feel like you have these friends to lean on, Use this time for yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to be alone, and that's one of the okay things I learned. Alone. Yeah, I never used to like being alone. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I've been I was in a relationship from sixteen to twenty two. That's a long time. That's a long time. Mm. I'm I'm still twenty two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah. a very very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what made it so hard because I never had that time to grow to yeah. discover who I am on my own, mm-hmm. and I'm finally able to do that and. I finally learned to, like, be comfortable just laying on the couch, watching TV by myself, Mm -hmm. laying in my room, reading, like, going on walks by myself, like, doing all that stuff, like... Yeah. I think it's, like, really important to, like, use the time to find yourself again. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people try to fill the void with something else. And, like, I think it's good to take some time... And focus on yourself, yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's... You know, it's, it's like, time that you wouldn't necessarily have if you were in the relationship, you mm-hmm. know? It's, like, thoughts you wouldn't have if you weren't mm-hmm. in the relationship. Exactly. And then I think another thing is just, like, realizing that, like, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. The breakup happened for a reason. You um, moving two steps forward, three steps back happens for a reason. It's normal. It's normal. It's okay. Everyone's healing process is different everyone's healing process is different mm-hmm. some people can jump into something and like yeah. have it be another three-year relationship you know yeah some people are, and then like no judgment to that if that's if that's how your love story works like that's how that's how it works you know like, mm-hmm. you can't help you found the one two weeks after you broke up with the other one <laughs> i mean two weeks is pretty fast but like yeah i mean you can't you, you can't control it as long as you are honoring yourself honoring your feelings and like taking the time to process what happened Mm -hmm. to forgive yourself for whatever mistakes you made to Mm -hmm. forgive them for whatever mistakes they made to realize the good things about your relationship Mm -hmm. that made it so special that made you love that person and Mm -hmm. to really take the time to understand all of that because that that's going to take time Mm -hmm. to really understand all of that and if you can do that and move on then then that's great i mean you should do it exactly and Mm -hmm. like that's the biggest thing too is like in the end of the day like i know how good my ex was with me in the relationship like Mm -hmm. having him in my life really helped me immensely i probably wouldn't have been able to move out if i didn't have his support um i probably wouldn't have been able to like save the money if I didn't have him paying for my meals every now and then, you know, yeah. or cooking me dinner and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, if giving me a sanctuary to get out of my house, to get out of my head, like. Yeah. No, I think about it too. It's like, if it wasn't for I would have never moved to San Francisco because like I was living in Alabama at the time. He was in San Francisco. I mean, maybe I would have, but like that was like a big part of it. It's like moving to San Francisco was because he was there. Mm-hmm. And I probably wouldn't have moved to New York if we weren't talking about, like, 
<laughs> leaving San Francisco. Yeah. You know, and like I probably wouldn't have the job that I love so much right now. Or the friends or who the you're friends obsessed with. I'm like truly, truly genuine like soul sisters. No, literally. <laughs> I would have not found it if it if I wouldn't have started dating him. You mm-hmm. know, I wouldn't there's good made. that comes out of it yeah. there and we mm-hmm. and people tend to like either focus on too much on the good or too much on the bad yeah you gotta you see for to, what it is you, even it out you yeah know? you need to understand like you need to understand and accept there was good there was bad there was things he did wrong there was things you did wrong mm-hmm. like it's okay like it is okay what's the most important thing is growing right now doing what's best for yourself if mm-hmm. you think it's getting back with him Okay, cool. Good for you. If you think it's completely blocking him on everything, even Call of Duty Mobile, <laughs> then good for you. Good for Do you. Do that. But yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's just, it's definitely not an easy yeah. thing. And I think also something that you said earlier that I thought was a really good lesson is that like, they are not the same person as what your ideal version of them are. Mm-hmm. Who they are is who they are right now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I can idealize all I all I want, um, but but it's he's like, not going to be that person. He's not going to be that person, and like, and he's not even going to be the person he was in the relationship to begin no, with. A hundred percent not. And like, it's like it's I got to see it for what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, and I have to fucking accept it. <laughs> and it fucking hurts. And it, it hurts. fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It's We love these men, but yeah. they fucking suck. And Yeah, there's reasons why you broke up. There's reasons why you broke up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is a really hard podcast to do because it's, like, even, like, in the beginning I when I was talking about, like, <laughs> the girl thing, I couldn't even speak about it. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, it was just, like, hard, and it hurts, and it sucks. But, like, that doesn't make me any less, like, healed. And that's the thing people don't understand is, like, from my, like, life lesson in the beginning, healing isn't linear. Like, you, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to to have good days and bad days. It really is. Yeah. It's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to fucking hurt. It's going to hurt for a year. Mm -hmm. It's going to hurt for months. Like, it's going to, it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. But it's how you handle yourself. It's how you hold yourself. It's how you prioritize yourself and remember, like, you, you're the only person ever going to be in your life mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Yeah. And I will say some, like, other, this is just, I don't know why I thought of it, but, like, journaling really helped me a lot. Like, just yeah. free-form writing my feelings was very therapeutic and really helped me like put all the spiraling thoughts that I had down on paper and like seeing them for what it is. That was really helpful for me. I would voice record journal. Yeah, so, like, those are good too. Because I would, I just have so many thoughts at once. I like, for me, I write so slow. Mm-hmm. So I would, um, I downloaded this app and it was like a journaling app, but it lets me voice record it. And I would literally, in that moment, whatever I was feeling, I would just record my thoughts. Yeah. Like, do all that stuff. And obviously, like, I have weekly sessions with my therapist. So oh, yeah. I, therapy helps a lot, too. <laughs> I was like, I, <laughs> I chat with her a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, journaling essentially, like, really did help me. Because once you get that out there and you just get all that, like, like hurt, the, the sadness, all that emotions out, you're just calm. You're yeah. like... Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like, like you're you grounded. Put, yeah, you feel you in a weird way. You feel a lot more grounded because mm-hmm. it's like you're writing down, like literally like word vomiting on the page, and you're just like, oh, like I've 
this is all my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I can like look at them from a very pragmatic stance and be like, okay, I felt this. This is why I felt this. This is why I, you know, need to move on from this. Like whatever. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was very helpful. I don't know what other, what, okay, this, we're, let's, let's wrap it up. So is there any other like last minute advice that you would give to someone who is healing from a breakup? Um, do that thing you're scared to do. Do that thing you would not do if you were in a relationship. Do it, do it, do it. Because if I didn't do it, I would never met you. Oh, I know. I would have never... If I was in a relationship, I would have never gone to a club. And if I... Like, and I have my really bad anxiety. I went alone. I would have never normally done that. But I went alone to a club and I met my best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally met my best friends. Like, how serendipitous, though. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many, like, ways that we could not have met. I think that's great advice. I think it's, like, literally do the thing that scares you. Yeah. Do the thing that you wouldn't have done when you are in the relationship. Yeah, because we hold ourselves back when we're in a relationship. And mm-hmm. It's not processed, and we don't realize it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wasn't going out at all. My ex, he would go out. Like, mm-hmm. while we were dating, he would go out. He would do things. Like, yeah. he'd go drinking with his friends. He'd go to a club. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no problem. Would he invite me? Absolutely not. Different story. Different story. <laughs> but um, but he would do all that. And mm-hmm. I would be scared to do that because I didn't want to create any problems within the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, obviously, now that there's no relationship, it's like, screw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, and I think also another thing is just, like, learning how to... And this is something I'm still struggling with too, but just like forgiving, forgiving, forgiving. yourself, forgiving the other person. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, there's no point in holding like resentment, you know, like yeah. even if they did something super, super wrong, it's like, I no, mean, everyone yeah. makes mistakes, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm, I, I do truly believe like he loved me and everything like that. It's just that everybody makes mistakes, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, really seeing it from that point of view because it's like there's no point in in like harboring all this hate or all this anger, anger. yeah because mm-hmm. like at the end of the day it's like it's just hurting you it's not even hurting them like they don't care they don't <laughs> care they don't they who cares like why would they care if you're angry if anything it's ruining your mood it's ruining your sleep it's ruining your ability to like function mm-hmm. so why hold it i agree mm-hmm. i i think once like i processed everything like really took that second and like reevaluated like all aspects of the relationship where I went wrong where he went wrong understanding like you know like it wasn't us falling out of love it was just us growing apart and it mm-hmm. happens like and I took that time to just stop and forgive him for like all that stuff and forgive myself for like how I acted and how I treated him vice versa like you know like once I did that, I was able to truly just, like, be free. Yeah. Be free and, like, like move on. Like, mm-hmm. just move on. Like, it's, like, easier said than done, but it's just, like, the constant being of, like, everyone's human. Everyone, at the end of the day, is trying to do their best. And that's, like, all you can do as well. Mm-hmm. Just do your best. Exactly. And try not to jump into a relationship immediately after. Because you're only going to hurt yourself. No. And you're going to end up hurting someone else. Yeah. And, and like, I think... <laughs> not speaking for personal experience or anything. I think also it's just, like, if you do decide to jump into another relationship, like, really consider, like, 
are you ready? Mm-hmm. You know, like, did like you even- give yourself enough time to grow and learn from your other relationship? Did you take the time to really like think Mourn. about the mistakes that you made? Mm-hmm. And, like, how you can bring your best foot forward. Because, like, at the end of the day, it's not fair to the other person if you don't put in the time and the effort to do that. Exactly. And that was the thing, too. Like, even, like, even just thinking, like, oh, well, it's been, like, a few months and I I should be fine. It should be okay. But, like, in those few months, you're literally still talking to your ex, like, every single day. You're still, like... Or every other day or at least once a week, you're having, like, weekly phone calls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not... <laughs> yeah. You're not as healed as, like, you're thinking you are because it's been, like, what, four, five, six months, like... Mm-hmm. And knowing that and understanding that and accepting that, like, before you're, like, jumping into something else is, like, very important, like... Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, like, one of those things of, like make sure like you take the time for yourself because that's the most important thing and like be easy on yourself like it's breakups are always hard you are gonna do some stupid shit Mm -hmm. because you're gonna make stupid choices because we always do you know at the end of the day it's just like understand that the process the healing process is not gonna be easy there are gonna be times where you feel like you are going backwards versus forward but you just gotta fucking keep going. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep going. Valid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all she wrote. <laughs> nah, that's all I can process yeah. for right now. But um, <laughs> honestly, if you listen to this podcast, thank you. Um, if you're my ex, um, I love you. Let's get back together. <laughs> negate everything we just talked about take it all back um all you should have heard was i'm in love with you. <laughs> but you know what it, it goes back to the life lesson of like it's not linear sometimes i'm kidding you, i'm sometimes kidding sometimes you do go back and honestly you probably shouldn't you broke up for a reason definitely not going to i know that <laughs> but that was the joke <laughs> but yeah. yes thank you for listening i'm yeah. sorry for Dumping my trauma on you. (laughs) And you know what? If you're my ex, stop listening. Like, no, but, like, in the fact that, like, don't keep tabs on me. You need to live your own life. Like, I want, I wish the best for you. I want you to be happy. Like, I want you to find someone that you love completely and whole. And, like, Mm -hmm. just, I wish you the best. If my ex is listening, I wish you the best. Block me. Stop listening to my podcast, please. (laughs) This is not healthy for you. Like, Okay, real real notes from my ex then. Um, yeah. Because I was kidding. I want to make that preference that I was kidding. Um, we should not get back together. But I forgive you. I don't regret their relationship. I don't regret any of that. And I wish nothing but the best for you. As I said in the podcast, I think you were going to go so far. Um, just not with me. And just not with me in your life. So I'm sorry for blocking you, but I'm not because it's the best decision for my and my healing process and all that stuff. Yeah, I love it. Amazing. High five to you. We did it. We did it. This is a really hard podcast. This is so hard. This is your idea too. You wanted to do it. You saw how I was like stuttering. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I was.
It was tough, but I hope, you know, I hope it helped someone out. And if it did help you, please let us know. Um, All right. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a daisy-ish day.